Greetings, beloved ones. My name is LaVon Briggs. I am a body and sex positive womanist preacher, speaker, and author. Sensual faith is a sacred space that I carve out for you to uncover your spirituality, recover your sensuality, and discover your sexuality. So if that sounds good to you, and if that feels good to you, you're in the right place. They ask me to remember, but they want me to remember their memories. And I keep on remembering mine. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Greetings, beloved ones, and welcome back to another episode of Sensual Faith Podcast. I am your host, LaVon Briggs. And today is actually the day of gratitude. Now, I grew up calling it Thanksgiving. I'm the daughter of Caribbean immigrants. You already know we were doing turkey and mac and cheese and ham. Sorry to these vegans. Sorry to these vegetarians. We were doing stuffing. Oops. (gasps) Do you see that error? That's how you know I'm channeling little LaVon because I know that it's supposed to be called dressing, honey. I know stuffing is that stuff that comes in the box and it's not as good as the homemade, made with love, taking some time, stuff that you make in the oven, okay? It's dressing, not stuffing. Anything that's made on the stovetop is not dressing and that is not of God. As you can imagine, as I have evolved through my theological education, through my social exploration and learning the truth behind this horrific holiday that's essentially celebrating genocide, I don't really approach it the same way. And so today, my friend Amber, she's coming over and she's bringing some kale, which will be our green. And I actually took a break because I have some red beans on the stove right now. I'm going to make some jasmine rice, some cornbread and some roasted chicken. So we're going to have a friend's gratitude meal later today. Now, by the time you are hearing this episode, you would have experienced that day already. And so for all its joys and all its pains, I'm hope that it was what you needed it to be. And if it wasn't, that you take this time to reflect going forward. It's one holiday and a holiday season. The holiday season is upon us. Mariah Carey is getting her coin. All of the Halloween decorations have turned to Christmas decorations. You get to decide what this holiday season looks like for you. You get to honor and reflect. You get to remember, to recollect, yes, to think back, to recall, but you also get to remember, R-E hyphen member. You get to put yourself back together in the ways that feel good to you. And so this Lucille Clifton poem is really important to me because, you know, I'm a Lucille Clifton stan, but it also just affirms that my memories in my mind, in my body, in my soul, they matter. And no one can tell me to remember a certain thing the way they want me to. And so whether it was in your house growing up when you were a child or in your curriculum going to a public school, there are people that want us to remember their memories, but we can't help but remember hours. In the healing wisdom of Africa, finding life purpose through nature, ritual, and community, Elder Malidoma Patrice O'May, whose name literally means befriending the stranger, talks about how in his tradition in Zagara, which is a small village in West Africa, they have a great honor and respect for the elements of mineral because in Zagara cosmology, they believe that mineral is an elemental energy that helps us to remember. They believe that memory is in our bones 
and not in our brains. And that's so important because we think that just remembering happens in our mind, but it's actually in our body. That's why sometimes you know something without having learned it, or you just feel something or sense something. That is your ancestral wisdom. That is God's divine intelligence showing itself in your life. And so Elder Somay is encouraging us to tap into our indigenous ways of thinking, where in our westernized, colonized society, we think that we have to have proof and evidence and a thesis statement and a report, and you have to show your work. When we're talking about this kind of memory, this is not something that's presented to us. It's something that comes from within us. And so Elder Somay says, indigenous people know that there is collective memory and there is individual memory. Collective memory is not a vast well that exists separate from individual people. It is the sum total of the personal memories of each person. So when people ask us to remember something a certain way without taking into account our own memory bank, well, that's why we're ending up with spiritual deficiency and cultural overdrafts because we are not taking into account everyone's memory. Think about growing up in a colonized religion that wants you to remember Christianity as a system of beliefs based on a blonde haired blue eyed man who came to save the world from their sin. Think about a non-liberated religion that wants you to remember Mary as a 40-year-old white woman when she was actually a 13-year-old girl. This is particularly important as we're heading into the season of Advent, that we are going into this time of expectancy and awaiting the birth of the Savior, which we know over here in these streets, (laughs) whenever you see salvation in the Bible, it means healing. So we're awaiting the birth of this great healer. And it's critical for us to remember, literally recall, and to remember, put back together the true, authentic, factual, historical Jesus. The Catholic Church can do what they want. That antiquated patriarchal Black preacher can do what he won't. All the councils can try to make me think something besides what's true. But ultimately, as I have walked my path and I have had knowledge and experience and wisdom unfold to me, as I have read books and sat at the feet of great teachers and been at my altar and been in prayer and been stirred out of my sleep (laughs) with spiritual downloads, as I have been crying and wailing and grieving in bathtubs and releasing trauma, releasing pain that makes space for God to pour into me more truth. The more that I purge what is not true, the more I am able to receive what is true. And so the older I get, the more I realize that my truth is already in me. It is so important that year round, but especially during the holiday season, that you do not repress your emotions. Repressing your emotions can make you physically ill, mentally ill, and spiritually ill. And I know that it's easier said than done, particularly if you were raised in a household where you weren't allowed to express your emotions or you did express your emotions and you were told not to feel that way, right? But God created us to be beautiful, holistic, healed, sensual beings. And so emotions are not evil. Emotions are not bad. It's How do we address the emotions? How do we express them in the most healthy way possible? And some of us just don't have the tools and practices to do that. And that's why it's important to remember your memories because none of this healing is going to come if you do not face your truth. You cannot heal what you do not reveal. And I'm not telling you that you have to go out and tell everybody your business because for those of us who have suffered harm, It can be difficult to discern who is for us and who isn't, or actually I take that back. It can be difficult to learn to trust ourselves again. 
just because someone harms you doesn't mean that everyone is out to harm you, right? But we can become hypervigilant and we can become super independent when God created us to be interdependent and in community. And so we think we're protecting ourselves when really we're operating out of a place of trauma. And so this time of year is particularly triggering because people are talking about their holiday plans. They might be posting their plates. Make sure your plates look good. Saints and ain'ts and in between. Don't be posting no goopy, droopy, ashy, gray plates. Okay, make sure your plate looks good. Let's get a little presentation ministry this holiday season. Okay, and folks are posting pictures and tagging their family members. And you might be at home alone in bed. You might be feeling some kind of way. And guess what? That is okay, beloved. I actually tweeted a thread of affirmation that I would like to read for you now, because even though this is right before the day of gratitude, it really can be helpful for any kind of situation where your relatives, like your biological family that maybe you don't feel great being around are commanding your presence. So this was on November 23rd, 2021. Hey, beloved. This is a gentle, loving reminder that you do not have to go home for the holidays. Home is not an address. Home is where you feel safe. You don't have to sit across from someone carving the turkey this year who left marks on you last year. You don't have to sit around the Christmas tree with people who abused and silenced you. You don't have to go to an ugly sweater party if they can't accept you and who you love. I don't care if you bought the ticket already, if you promised you'd be there. People who love you will not guilt trip you. They will honor your boundaries, even if they don't understand the boundaries. Perhaps you're not the best at implementing and sticking to boundaries. It's cool. It's not your fault. For many of us, we were raised in families where it wasn't safe or viable for us to state our demands of comfort. Chin up, my love. You got agency now. That precious child lives inside of you, but you are not 7, 12, or 16, shoot, 25 anymore. It's okay to say no. You might feel guilty. That will lessen over time. But for now, at least you'll be guilty in your comfy bed. And BT dubs, we are processing, mourning, and doing life the best we can in a pandemic. This needs to be said with everything you're doing right now. It is okay to take this day of gratitude and focus on you. It is okay to take any day to focus on you because you are worthy of being well. And if being away from your biological family is what's best for you, then that's what's best for the collective. Beloved, you are not a martyr. So stop sacrificing yourself for the greater good or to keep the peace. Nah, fam, your peace reigns supreme. And so I go on to give some more affirmations and some practical guidelines for connecting with family that you love and like, biological, spiritual, or otherwise, folks that might be interested in an intimate gathering or being outside in a physically distant space, right? Or virtual gratitude dinner or tea date. You know, we are still in a panty, y'all. And so if you can do things virtually with people that you love, like your chosen family, We get to be creative and resourceful because we're creating new generational patterns. We are co-creators with the creator. And so we do not have to continue to operate in patterns and utilize these habits that no longer serve us. We get to do things differently. We get to create our own traditions. We get to say, no, I'm not coming to that person's house. If you would like to see me, you can meet me at this tea shop or I am not comfortable coming to brunch with those people, but I would love to see you for coffee. 
you have agency, beloved. You get to remember your memories and you get to remember slash put yourself back together. The last tweet in this thread says, you are the only person responsible for your healing. You are also the person who knows what's best for you. Not going home for the holidays is an option. And if while reading this or while listening to me, (laughs) you exhale, breathe deeper, relax your shoulders and feel calmer, beloved, you have your answer. God designed our bodies with a glorious nervous system that due to trauma, many of us are constantly in fight, flight, freeze. And my therapist, shout out to Dr. B, adds fuse that sometimes we push things together (laughs) to make it make sense so that we can survive. Many of us did what we needed to do in order to have our basic needs met and to survive. But now that we are older and prayerfully have more agency and can do what serves us, we get to say, I don't want to freeze. I don't want to run. I want to ground myself and be in my truth of my faith, of my body, of my sensuality, of my sexuality. I want to tap into this Dagara cosmology and get into this mineral healing, right? So if you want to feel more grounded, maybe you go out for a walk at a park or by the beach or whatever outdoor space is near you that's safe to take a walk. And you ask God, spirit, your intuition to lead you, guide you to a place where you can ground yourself, where you can sit quietly and meditate, perhaps look at a tree or look at the waves. Maybe you find a rock or a stone or a pebble, something that you can bring back home with you and set it on your altar or on your bookcase or a place where you will see it every day to remind yourself that your memories are not lost. They're just waiting to be recovered. During this holiday season, there's so much that we are looking to recover. Remember, COVID has stolen so much from us. Colonized religion has stolen so much from us. Unhealed trauma has stolen so much from us. And so on this day, when our Native American siblings are engaged in a day of mourning, I encourage you to think about the places in your life where you could use some more mourning, not daytime, but like actually grieving. There are going to be repercussions that we'll see later on in the 2020s, maybe even beyond of all this compounded grief that we're not processing as a society (laughs) going through some horrific things. And we're trying our best to just move on and pretend like it's not happening. Who does that sound like in your family or in your church or in your circle? It takes courage to look at the hard thing. It takes bravery to say, you know what, this memory, it's painful, it's gory, but God help us to look at it because life is gory and life is gorgeous. Two truths can be true at the same time. And so I invite you to honor your memory. I invite you to stop gaslighting yourself by repressing and suppressing and pretending. I mean, if that's where you are on your healing journey because you want to protect yourself, I understand you got to do what you got to do to survive. But if there is any room for expansion, if there is any grace, (laughs) any inch of space for you to tap into owning a truth and being in your body, which means being in your bones, which means being in your memory bank, then I invite you to sit there and not get stuck there right? Maybe it's a quick visit. Maybe you don't do a cannonball into the pool. You just stick your pinky toe into the water. 
So I think we should really lean into what our Native American siblings have been honoring and commemorating because let me tell you, I was sending a DM to someone that said, email me, let's get something on the calendar and autocorrect changed it to let's get lamenting on the calendar. And I was like, okay, spirit, you're not wrong. We need to make space for grieving and mourning. And so I invite you today and every day, not just during the holiday season, but literally every day that you have the spiritual, emotional, physical bandwidth to do so, to check in with your body, to see how do I feel when this thing happens, when this person calls, (laughs) when this text comes through from this particular number, when I scroll past this person's photo on Instagram, when I see this timeline status update on Facebook, when I see this tweet from this person, when I am on the Zoom call for this class or for this subcommittee at work, how am I feeling? Just honoring how you're feeling is enough. Because then when you honor how you feel and are honest about it and accept it without judgment, we're getting to sensual faith 301 now. (laughs) But even just being able to sit with how you're feeling in truth is a huge way to tap into your memory. And so continue to remember what God is bringing to the surface, even if it's hard, if you need support. Get your cabinet together, get your therapist, get your massage therapist, get your trusted confidants that you can confide in who will listen to you and hold space for you without judgment. Even if you got to tell them, hey, listen to listen, not to respond, right? That is going to be so, so helpful in our becoming sensual faith practitioners. (laughs) I believe that is our God-given right. And so tap in, get you the Healing Wisdom of Africa, get you a playlist. If you want to explore the Healing Wisdom of Africa, Juju Bay and I are co-leading a book study for our patrons. So be sure to tap in with my Patreon because the replays are available for the Tonys. So be sure to check that out if you would like to learn and community with this book. So wherever you are on the spectrum of celebration, know that you are worthy of being well, you are worthy of being safe, and you are worthy of being loved in the ways that you receive love. Whether it's this holiday season, next holiday season, any time of year, your peace reigns supreme. Thanks for being here, beloved ones. Follow along with the conversation online using the hashtag SensualFaithPod and let's co-create this juicy, delicious community together. If you are already in, beloved, share, like, subscribe, and rate five stars, please and thanks. If you want to learn in community with me, we've already got a Sensual Faith Patreon that's been popping. Visit patreon.com slash LaVon Briggs and join the tier that's right for you. Follow me on social media at LaVon Briggs on all the things. You can visit my website, LavonBriggs.com to book me for spiritual life coaching, tarot card readings, contact me for speaking, teaching, preaching, engagements, workshops, keynotes, media interviews. And if you are ready to invest in this work because baby, I'm investing in this work for us. So you can bless me on Zelle, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, all the things they are in the show notes and in my links, in my bios, across platforms. You already know. It's lit. Go in peace, go in power, go in pleasure. Be well, beloved ones. And if it's not well, it's not the end. And remember, faith should feel good. Good.